The podcast you are about to hear contains graphic language and adult content. Sorry, moms. So I'm guessing one of the topics you wanted to cover today, one of one of the two topics you wanted to cover today was um, Bridgerton season two. Yeah, let's talk about it. not enough fucking, right? Like what <laughs> happened? I felt like what they really turned the the volume button down on the fucking sitting there with my dick out. And sorry, this is a really harsh way to start this podcast. We like we record this podcast so late in the day, in the, in a, on a hump day mostly, mind you, and and I just feel like you could have just woken up, listener, and I am. I'm sorry. And just like sometimes like Tal and <laughs> here's the reason I think Tal and I are good podcast hosts because usually it's everyone looking at me and going, Sarah, you went too far. Sarah, that was too far. Sarah, why'd you have to take it that far? Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to not be the person in the room that people are saying that to. Listen. And yeah. I think it's even better from you because you're kind of a dark horse because you're so sweet. And then you'll say something like, yeah, I was watching Bridgerton sitting there with my dick out. Yeah, waiting for something to happen. And <laughs> like you're just, oh, it's God. it's almost more unassuming coming from you. Yes. Because I'm just crass and annoying all of the time. But you're, right. you are, you're like a little sweet, quiet baby. And then all of a sudden you're like, and then I was sitting with my dick out. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you there. Listen, this is the improv mentality. This is years of training and I cannot mm. turn it off. Your life is a bit. My life is a bit. Your personality is carefully curated to make all the the laughs hit harder. I hate it. I really do. Honestly, I do. I feel like uh, stand-up is something that, like, I should expend all this energy on. I should do that. But I hate stand-up as a a concept, (laughs) as, like... The atmosphere, it's not for me at all. Yeah, I take it as a personal offense when people tell me I should do stand-up. I get told that a lot, and oh, not yeah. saying this in a braggarty way. I get told all the time that I'd be like the uh, next. But I'm like, like the funniest. Like one time a woman yeah. in a Target came up to me and she said I was one of the funniest people she'd ever heard. So Just in the tar- what were you saying in a Target? I don't remember. I <laughs> my friend Rosie. Ah, yes, Rosie. Oh, we hey, know Rosie. Rosie. Uh, my friend Rosie and I were walking around the Powell Target and this woman came up to me. She's like, I just had to tell you, you are so funny. You had me laughing. And I was wow. like, Wow. Okay, so you're just going to openly admit you were eavesdropping on me. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I take it as a personal offense when people say I should try stand-up. And I think maybe it's because they don't know the inner... Sure. The inner... I think there's in, like, especially in the improv world, but I think of the comedy world at large, mm-hmm. there's assumptions about each art form within comedy yeah. that maybe people who exist on the outside of the comedy world don't subscribe to. Yes. This, this is as close as I'll get, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, this Podcast host is also embarrassing to say out loud, but I'm less, I feel less <laughs> bad about it. <laughs> I think it's only embarrassing recently because it just feels like that's what everybody became in yes. the last two years, you know? Yeah. We were all at home. Everybody who didn't already have a podcast was like... In quarantine was like, now's the time. I should have one. I should yeah. have one. Um, why don't you... Sorry, I cut you off. Of no. Why aren't you trying stand-up? Why isn't that your life's path? Yeah, I tried it once. I yeah. did try it once. It didn't go poorly. I uh, I did it at the Brody Theater at an open mic. And I think it was just so intense to be on stage doing it. I like couldn't really enjoy it. Yeah. I think in theory I would enjoy sitting down and writing and like crafting a bit. And then I would like never want to perform it in front of anybody. <laughs> yeah. I would want to do like sit down comedy on TikTok where I just, if I could just go live but never see any of the comments and just be like, I'm I'm live for an hour. Here I am on Twitch. I'm going to sit down in this chair and <laughs> tell some jokes. That's good. You uh, could, I know on Reddit they have like that live feature. Yeah. And it's always like something I don't want to see. 
But you're seeing it. But I'm seeing it. So, I mean, if that's your brand is being something people don't want to see, but they're having to see it. You found your niche, baby. You find your niche. Yeah. Um, That's, um, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I've done stand-up once also, and that was enough for me. Yeah. It's I'm sure it didn't like, go badly either for you. Right? No, I'm, like, I think it was fine. Yeah. I just, it it's so not in what I like. Mm. Like, honestly, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't like trying to be funny, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like it when it just happens naturally. Well, I mean, there's the difference between improv and stand-up, right? I feel like with stand-up, there's the pressure on it because everyone is like, prepared everyone has written a thing and you're expecting and they're expecting that the things that you have written and are going to say to you are going to make you react yeah and when it doesn't then it's like shit this isn't going according to your plan but with improv there's no plan yeah and i feel like it's a lot of improv wouldn't work if you put it in like the format of someone wrote something and I'm expecting it to be funny. But sure. it works because no one's really expecting anything. Yeah. And <laughs> so what you're saying is we set the bar really low so that we can achieve. Y- yes. Yes. <laughs> but but in an artful that. way. In a way that I feel like... No, that was reductive of me. I'm being an <laughs> asshole. I... But you're right. But you're, it's funny. But it, it is true. Yeah. But I think it also is... I feel like there are a lot of art forms where it is kind of... Goalpost moving a little yes. bit to be yeah. like, we could do a full painting, or I'm gonna do a line and call it good and sell it for a million bucks. Wow, look at you, Mr. I Hate Modern Art. We are the modern artists of comedy. Ooh. Ooh. That's hot. Um, hey, there were a couple things you wanted to bring up. Yeah, well, speaking of comedy, speaking of things you don't wanna see. Uh, (laughs) Listen, let's get into it. I promise I didn't want to talk about this unless I felt like we could say something that hasn't been said. The Will Smith, Chris Rock (sighs) thing, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let you take this one because here's my take on it. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. It is tiring. That's the end of my thought. Anyway, what do you have to say? (laughs) What that hasn't been said, and that's the thing, there's been a million takes. Not all incorrect. It's just a lot of angles to come at this. Here's what I'll say. Yeah. That I feel like I haven't really seen said. I have other thoughts. You can find my Twitter. I felt weird about it. It felt very uncomfortable. I was watching the Oscars live, a thing I haven't really even done. Wow, you picked an Oscars. Honestly, I really, the last few I was like, busy, didn't care. And Do this you think one, it's your fault? I, little, I feel a little responsible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it's like because you were watching. It's because yeah. I was watching. It's because we were watching. It. It made me feel uncomfortable, and it felt wrong. And then, because there was, like, no real addressing it, yeah, the show continued. Sure. And then after the show, it's not like... It was Sunday. There were no late-night monologues <laughs> talking about it yet. No one really had the time to, like, synthesize it down to, like, mm. facts and, and just a couple things. Like, it was just Twitter takes. It was Twitter just Twitter take takes. After Twitter takes. And... I felt wrong about all of it, and then I felt wrong for feeling wrong. Like, the world made me feel like I shouldn't feel that bad. <laughs> like, like I, the only after show I even bothered to like click onto for a little bit was on like Bravo, and the women on there were just being like, I feel like there's some, there's some Will Smith apologists in my house. I don't know. It felt, <laughs> it felt like weird for that to be like the thing that happened and for the vibe afterwards, for me to react the way I did in the room, mm-hmm. to be so different from the rest of the world being like, Listen, like, uh, you know, good for him, you know, he's protecting uh, his family. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. It feels weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. And that's my, that's my That's take. your hot take. It's just, yeah, there's so many layers to it. Obviously, there's, it's, it's not wrong to feel not wrong about it. It is just two guys with money who 
got in a dumb fight and went home richer. Like, it, yep. it, it didn't hurt any of them, really. The people saying I could have killed Chris Rock. Okay, that what was fucking funny. That Judd, I have to say, okay, oh, yes. this is the one thing I'll say. Judd Apatow's <laughs> take on it was maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I did laugh out loud. Or there was also another person on Twitter who was like, what if that had been Betty White? I saw that one. And yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, well, what, what if, if yeah. what if Will Smith had hands made of knives? Like, yes. if we're just going to go down this mm-hmm. route, why not go into complete fantasy? Yeah. Uh, what yeah, if unhinged. what if Chris Rock's bones were made of glass? What if every morning he woke up and he <laughs> his bones were made of glass and his skin was made of paper? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what if? What You're if? Right. And You're right, internet. You know, and then SpongeBob came door to door to sell him chocolate Same and he yeah. conned him out of some chocolate. What? What if? if? What then? It felt, yeah, I don't know. I'm it's, just, I don't know that I've ever been, this is a new feeling yeah. for me because on the most part, I'm like, pop culture, that's fine. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't mind. I, I realize that it is a function of living in, a, in the society we do that everything will be hashed and rehashed and then the hashings will be hashed and hashed. Yeah. Um, this is the first time that I've been like, I'm done. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't care. Put it away. Yeah. And like, it's not going to go away. That's the thing. Because it's one thing for it to have happened. It's another thing for it to have happened on, on live TV at a, at a thing that is just, it's, it's going to last forever now. Yeah. It's going to be replayed all the time now. Like, it's, yeah. uh, I don't know. I feel like we just put away the Adrian Brody, like Halle Berry thing until recently. Oh, yeah. They had a weird kiss. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. And I feel like that was still like I, news. That was still being talked about, <laughs> at least in my corner of the internet. So I don't know. If I were going to. If I had one wish. <laughs> violence, I'm going to say this too. Uh, it is not uh, never the answer. Sometimes violence is very much the answer. <laughs> Sometimes. Yes, agreed. Violence is the answer. Is, would it be my answer if I was, a, like, six minutes away from, like, accepting a, a, a trophy on TV? Probably not. Yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably wait till after the show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd go backstage yeah. and handle it. It felt weird for it to happen in such a way that's like, you blew the thing up to a thousand hundred times bigger than it needed to be. I wouldn't have even gotten, the only people who would have gotten the joke are people who are very familiar with the movie G.I. Jane. Which I'm not. Which I am also not. But now we all get it. But then I did remember I did see that. And I wow. did remember being very attracted to Demi Moore in that. I See, and I don't think the sh- If you were going to make fun of someone with a shaved head, Donald Glover was right there. And it looked it look a, look a little weird. It was just a shock of his seeing <gasps> Wait, it. did he shave his head? He shaved his head. Oh, not a good move. I, I feel like he has a funny shaped head. He, I Is mean, it's a good... He doesn't love the shape of his head. But so I shouldn't. It's an insecure. I shouldn't it, say. He, I think he's a little insecure about it. But I think it looks good. I think it was just a shock of like, <laughs> oh my god, that, that it's gone. It's gone. His hair. His it's hair. like that time that I we went <laughs> that we went to meet a Mexican yes. food restaurant, and I sat like twenty feet away from you for a mm-hmm. solid ten minutes because I didn't recognize you with a shaved head. Yeah, it, it felt like that. Well, you just didn't tell me it was going to happen. I just didn't. Tell I you. need people to tell me when things are going to change. Yeah, and you didn't warn me that you were going to shave all your hair off because I believe you didn't know you were going to shave all your. Hair yeah, that is absolutely true. <laughs> I did not know, and who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe the same thing happened to Donald. And maybe, he's just not telling us. Maybe he said, "I'm going to give myself a haircut," and it yeah. went south very quick. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that that's my bit on uh, that. There's our hashing of the rehashing There's of the rehashing. rehashing. You're welcome. But speaking of pop culture, and speaking of things that we do want to see, yeah, uh, we had a great time last night. Yeah. Oh, was that the second thing we were going to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, were very much in the presence of, I think I think it's fair to say, the reigning queen of pop. Um, 
I think that's wrong. But well, who are people going to say otherwise? Taylor Swift. I may yes. I think a lot of people would say that. Disagree. It was, we saw Dua Lipa. We saw Dua Lipa. We saw Dua Lipa. It was very fun. Was so fun. My first big pop show I've ever gone to. I've yeah. gone to big shows, but never like a pop pop star. I've never been to a pop show. It's not. Uh, period. It was fun. I like pop, but never. Yeah, I don't think I like anyone usually enough to like a whole pop album. Usually, yeah. I like a couple of tracks, but. This is probably the one pop album I'm like, I, I want to see it live. Whoa. Yeah. The one pop album. The one pop album. Uh, highlights for you from the show? Um, being incredibly drunk on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good <laughs> highlight. <laughs> yeah. I know. Today uh, also, the, the giant inflatable lobster. Giant inflatable lobster was definitely a highlight for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, guys on roller skates. Yeah, no, that was up. crazy. That's that fun. was wild. Those roller skating guys. Yeah, them roller skating guys. Dua Lipa, it's funny. I feel like she does so many things that would make me think she, she might not sound that good live. <laughs> like, yeah, I think, you know, she, she does. She, she does. She sounds like herself. She sounded great. She, she hit sounded all great. the notes. She, she did all the things. It was fantastic. great. Was but great. like, you know, I feel like she, uh, you know, as a performer, it's like, there's the outfits, there's the choreography, there is all these distractions. The the music being so catchy, the yeah. earwormness of it, the danciness of it, it, it could very easily have been like the kind of music that's like fun, but isn't necessarily like good, like... Yeah. Pick it up hard and listen to the... But like, it's a good album. It's solid. Holds up. Well mixed. Well done, Dua Lipa. I know she was sitting on the edge of her seat waiting for our review. Um, She was looking at us up at Section section 8 and this 331 seats, the nosebleeds. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I was courtside. (laughs) Those are the opinions I care about. Uh, Honestly... I think they should be the opinions you care about, Sarah. <laughs> I think if you ever make it as a pop star. I don't star, care about the plebs. No, you better care about the 300 seaters. Nope. Because they're the ones who make or break you. Uh, speaking of make or break, you want to get the podcast started? I would like to make the podcast. Break. Well, it probably and will. Break. Myself a hell of a fella, but at the time I was nervous. Don't wanna look like a pervert, but damn, it's hard to discern it. Were you flirting or were you just being kind? Is this a sign? Did the planets align? Cause the pleasantries we exchanged were nothing short of divine. Societal paradigms say it's all in my mind, but I think I sense a connection, so I'm hopping online to the dot org, incorporated in 99. There's been a dire need of redesign since in Roman times. To the cutie who told the clerk that they were all out of time. From the wise guy behind it who said, You can have mine. That's my opening line. I hope you'll pardon the pun. I'm not that kind of a guy. I'm not one to solicit strangers, but I'm strangely inclined. So if the feeling is reciprocated, send a reply. They call it shooting your shot cause you might miss. And now I'm praying to God that you see this. You got me acting like I'm religious. I'm in a existential crisis. They call it shooting your shot cause you might miss. And now I'm praying to God that you see this. You got me acting like I'm Misconnection section I'm into in a new directions. It's second chances to full romances from passing glances. Ah, uh, yeah. 
podcast for listener. Aunt Viv would be so disappointed. Welcome to Craig's Essential Crisis, the podcast where we take the misconnection section into new... Corrections. Corrections. Holy shit. <laughs> Directions is what he meant. No. I'm His a, name's Talon Bigelow. I, My name's Sarah no, Thompson. I don't feel good. I'm sorry. <laughs> and now he has a tummy ache because uh, he messed up. Yeah. He's got a little tummy ache. Oh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm sorry. So sorry. It's okay. You're it's, doing listen, fine. Listen, we are a little tired. We are a little... A We're little, a little... Do a tired. Do a, do a tired. We took a little... Do a napper. I didn't today. Not today, no? Nightmarish. Ugh. Couldn't nap. Ugh. I've been off my nap game. Anyways, this podcast is a podcast where we dive into the misconnection section of Craigslist. Yeah, it uh, is. It's like a cool message board uh, of the internet where you can post for free. It's free. You heard me right. <laughs> for the In case you were like not posting because you were like, I'm afraid. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's I'm not, not going to really, charge you. I, I don't really have the cash you. right now. It's totally free. If you're on a website that's asking for your credit card number, you're on their own Craigslist. Uh, but anyways, people just post on it uh, talking usually about people that they felt they had a bit of a moment with but didn't act on in the moment. And so now they're posting in the hopes that that person reaches out to them again. Uh, this is how it should be used in a perfect world. As we all know. Nothing's this world's perfect. not perfect. It's not perfect. And we here's tried. the thing. If you break the rules well enough, uh, I'll accept it. That's the thing. There's a lot of times where I'm looking and I'm like, I'm going to use this one. I'm like, wait a minute. What have it I doesn't done? Fit in the criterion. The criterion. But it's good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the other thing we like to do is we like to cherry pick the best misconnections. And then we like to give them to them. Usually cold or or sometimes like happening right now. Apparently, uh, we just pick the same one. The same exact one to open on because it's so good. We we peruse the same section of the grocery store. Okay, at some point we're gonna go home with the same cereal. It's true, yeah. and you know we will say that in recent months. The misconnect. We we mainly pull from Portland uh, well, yeah. because that's where we're based, More and we will say Portland has been blowing up in yeah. no, no small part due to our friend over at Misconnections yes. Yes. Uh, underscore PDX Absolutely. on Instagram. I think they've had a heavy hand. Yeah, do you in know increasing many, traffic? So many misconnections I see now that are like I uh, you know saw, saw this, this post on, on Instagram, Instagram or yep. that one. Misconnection PDX, uh, you are doing the Lord's work. You are. This is a. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a snake eating its own tail. I don't know what metaphor to use, but point is, you're doing stuff for us, and it's doing stuff. It's two for faces you. looking at each other. Maybe it's a vase. It's uh, there's a guy and there's footprints, and there's one <laughs> set of footprints. Sometimes there's two, and and those are from when uh, he grew he, another pair of legs. He grew another pair of legs. <laughs> you got a, we got a misconnection to start <laughs> we got with. A misconnection to read you. Let's do it. Let's go. Larping your way into my heart on the waterfront. I've been waiting for someone like you for many years to show up, and this weekend, you finally did. LARPing. I think that's what they call it. On the green grass at the waterfront. In between your cloak and undergarment, I saw the faint hint of your Renaissance body. Warm, milky jubblies glistening in the Portland sun near the cherry blossoms. The faint smell of those pear trees nearby that smells sort of like, well, you know. Instead, I may have to just admire you from afar. You were with a guy in a friggin' fedora, so, of course, I dare not interfere, m'lady. If you saw me and felt the same vibe, message me here. I was wearing all black, Velcro shoes, born into the wrong century. I will pick you up at Grandma's Buick and take you to Burgerville for the night of your life. My liege, let the romance begin. 
It's like, <laughs> you know, there's that, I think it's a viral onion headline that's like the worst person you know just made an incredibly good point. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's exactly how I feel about this because it is written so well. Mm-hmm. Like it's everything I want from this connection. And yet I would like, I would throw hands on site if I saw this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh... Where do I start? Uh, there's so Where do we start? many places to start. Maybe we'll start with the warm, milky jubblies. Yeah, that's a phrase. Warm, milky jubblies. Not, I haven't. I don't think I've heard the term jubblies before. Jubblies. Have you? Yeah, you um, I haven't. And I would consider myself a bit of a fine purveyor in uh, synonyms for breasts. You know, I think they're hilarious. Lizzo released her shapewear. Yitty, which Yitty. I was like, excuse me. Yeah. Yitties is something I often call my titties. I thought of you. Uh, oh. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, me and Lizzo, same same brain. Same brain. Uh, yeah, jubblies. jubblies. That's a new one. I and worse maybe than any of the others I've heard. I don't know why it gives me such a visceral like uh, image of not even breasts, just like two like almost like if you took two breast implants and just juggled with them. That's mm. what I think of when I think of jubblies. I'm seeing I'm seeing water balloons filled with milk. <laughs> <laughs> Hated it. Uh, I liked that laugh. Mm. Um, yeah, milky jubblies makes me nervous because I'm not sure if they mean like it's a creamy pale skin situation or if they're thinking of the milk housed in the breast. Um, yeah, which again, not a turn on for me personally. No, no, no kink shaming, but no kink shaming. Um, I mean, I you know what? I'm gonna mm, abort that sentence mid conversation. No, you can't do that. <laughs> Everyone's listening now. I, I can't edit my this podcast. My parents listen to this podcast. I'm not going where it's about to go. Anyway, What have I said that you don't think <laughs> I've had that thought about? Every episode, I'm ashamed. Deep shame. <laughs> All right. I like my titties sucked as, next, as much as the next bitch, but, but it's not about the... It better not be about the God. milk. It better not be about the milk. I don't, no. I hope not. It better not be about the milk. That would feel very... I would feel like a violation. Yeah, that just feels that's a that's a role I never agreed upon. <laughs> um, okay, also, was that so hard? Ren- yeah, no, that that hurt. I still feel regret. Well, um, we're in it together now. <laughs> we, oh boy, we're in it now, Talon. Mm-hmm. Let's just dig ourselves uh, deeper. <laughs> uh, Renaissance body, also. Renaissance body. Just call a fat bitch a fat bitch, man. Like you don't gotta, you don't gotta, yeah. You don't gotta wax poetic about it. Being very political. About it's it. horrid. It's yeah. like if somebody were to call me curvy, I would immediately choke them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Renaissance bodies is a it's such a weird way of getting around it. Yeah. Here, I guess I have my own copy. Well, that's true. We both so have the the. Duplicate. We can both look. Um. There's so first. I want to talk about the trees that smell like. You know, this is a thing. This is a, that, I will say that was a real nod to Portland locals. Because if you're from Portland, and I'm sure lots of other cities, but I know specific to Portland, my college campus in college also had this issue. Really? In springtime, yeah. It's, it's. How would you describe the smell, Sarah? (laughs) Um, you're just making me do all the hard work today, aren't you? Yes. Uh, it smells like semen. Yeah. The trees smell like semen. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, it's un unlikable. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, you would think uh, we'd someone way back when would have planted like just one of those, and then when it bloomed, it would have been like, what the fuck? We gotta kill this plant. It's a bad one. It's a bad. It's a bad one. This one is not fit for a human sharing. Yeah, I yeah. will say that one thing that this post did give me is the fact that the culprit is pear trees. Yeah, uh, I wasn't because sure. I never knew what kind of pear tree it was. Uh, I just knew that it was unlovable. Sometimes and unpleasant. pears taste like semen, too, so that makes sense. The, 
especially if you <laughs> fuck them beforehand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. This is horrible. I hate this episode already. This is the worst show I we've done. I hate this done. episode so We're so much. sorry. We're so sorry. We're I don't so know what, sorry. It, what, 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 what could possibly explain What it. has taken over us? Um, um, ghost. Also, yes. I don't think this writer... So this writer said, you were with a guy in a friggin' fedora, so of course I dare not interfere, my lady. I don't think this person's in any position to be making fun of a fedora wearer. Yes. I'm going to say that even if they don't physically wear a fedora, this person is spiritually wearing a fedora. I know that this person was talking about a different person, but I still can't unsee them as the same person. Yes. The guy in the fedora is also the guy with Grandma's Buick who wears Velcro Velcro shoes shoes and wants to take you to Burgerville. For the night of your, your life. life. What do you think that even means? How, what, what at Burgerville could make it the night of your life? Um, well, if I consumed dairy, it would turn me inside out. And that would make it into the night of my life. Not the best night of my life, but a night in my life. A night of your life. A memorable night of my life. A big one, for a sure. A big w- Something would be going on. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like there's only so much Burgerville has to offer. So at some point you're ordering off menu if it's the night of my life. Yeah, they've got good fry sauce. Oh, great. Would it, would it make it the night of my life? No, absolutely not. Not unless it came with, uh, you know, like a, a car. Oh, like That'd your grandma's cool. care? Well, you know what? Speaking of Burgerville, actually. Oh, well, what a smooth transition. What a nice yeah, segue. You're welcome. McDonald's, beautiful hair. I was in McDonald's today and a lady with beautiful hair came in today. Your order was simple, a Diet Coke, and you left. I wanted to say hello, but I was unable to. By the time I was free, you were already gone. You seemed like a nice lady. You looked great, and I adore your hairstyle. Like to make a friend? Your hair? Your hair? Your hair. Yeah. Somebody's got a fixation. Yeah. Also, just repeat. Use today twice in the same sentence. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're not we're not, here to, we're not here to we're not here to criticize your writing. We are that's not true. We criticize people's writing all the time. There, I mean this definitely could have been said with less words. <laughs> I I hundred percent agree. Your order was simple, a Diet Coke. And you left. That's one sentence. That's There's one a sentence. comma after Diet Coke. It's a period. That's a new thought. It's roast them. Boom. Boom. Period. 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 Am I doing it right? Period. So, McDonald's, uh A Diet Coke. Also, I there is there is something deep within me, and I don't know what it is yeah. that I do find very sexy about a woman who would walk into a McDonald's, simply order a Diet Coke, and then leave. Just want a Diet Coke at I a don't great know, price. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it's lizard brain. They might be smart. I feel like the rumor is right that the McDonald's Coke machines have they extra more syrup, syrup, more yep. formula. So I assume the Diet Coke might even be also better, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's also something to do with like. Or like late '90s advertising. Yes. Does that ring a bell with you? I feel like that's right. Right. Who I knows think what that, lies were told? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like there's something deep in my brain that's like, yeah, hot people go to McDonald's and order a diet coke. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I'm. I wish we could see that person's hair. I bet it looks I uh, know. great. What hair are you picturing exactly? Um, I was imagining like. Uh, again, I think it's my uh, American early '90s uh, child brain. Yeah, silky blonde hair, long mm-hmm. down to the butt, like silky, like a sheet. Wow, wow, a sheet of blonde hair. Like uh, what's her face in the Splash? Uh, Once they Darryl edited Hannah. it for Disney Plus. Yes, yes, to get her yitties. To get more hair and less butt crack. And less butt crack. Uh, I was picturing like a hair full of, like black. 
dreads tied up in like a nice Ooh. like a swirling like a color moment as well yeah, like yeah, maybe a, couple, a stripe of color somewhere like a like a like a like a violet or like a mm. I love a violet mm. yeah I think yeah. that is equal uh, beautiful hair is not as descriptive as it could be no because anyone could think they have beautiful hair mm-hmm. so we need a little more we need a little more uh, we need uh, more specificity a little more specificity sorry <laughs> is your mail good delivered no, no. no. <laughs> I thought I saw. You look so nervous. Why did you take this back from me? I don't know. Do you want it? <laughs> I'm just nervous. I'm sorry. It's okay. I thought. I literally, I thought I saw your mail slot open and I was like. No, oh, that's just the mail ghost. It's just the mail ghost. I've been watching a lot of ghost adventures lately. Yeah, you have. Yeah. yeah so now yeah. you have definitive proof that ghosts don't exist. Here's what I think would and should happen. Yeah. If ghosts did exist. I think the footage, if we were to prove ghosts, yeah. the footage would look like. Someone walking around our house, hearing noises, seeing like a shit float all over the place. And sure. they're like, fine. They follow it. Yeah. I would think to the bathroom and they would like open the door and it'd be like a full body apparition on the toilet taking a dump. Not expecting Could anybody. You, if who I that? have to poop after death, I'm going to be so mad. Right? They would be so embarrassed. I would be incredibly pissed off yeah. if after I died, I still had to like eat I would, and poop. I would think maybe because they died in a... <gasps> Val, val va- vacating, <laughs> val vacating <laughs> incident. Damn. Uh, but then you know you'd see the ghost in the toilet, and they'd be like, "Oh shit!" And then they'd like dissipate, and they'd be oh. like, "We did it. We proved. We ghost. did it. We proved the ghost." Here, that video would be on CNN all day long, and he'd be like, "That ghost got jokes because he said, oh shit,' and he's on the toilet." Yeah, there'd be a Twitter. There'd be ten Twitter accounts for the ghost within ten minutes. Oh God, we'd and, be talking about it more than we would about the slap heard around the world. Oh, I can't wait till we're talking about something more than the slap heard around the world. <laughs> Let's go to another one right here for you. Were you serious? You followed me on Instagram, then you messaged me asking me if I wanted to be your sugar baby. You're an attractive older woman. I'm a younger woman. I was shocked by your question and made you unfollow me because I wasn't sure how to react. But I think I reacted too quickly. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to see this on Craigslist. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) I, that's tough. Yeah. And this does feel like a, this does feel like a, is this a misconnection? Like, I think this person still knows this person's Instagram handle. Maybe. You yeah. know, so like, you I mean, if they still reach them, out. But like. They didn't block. They unfollowed. Uh, uh, okay. They unfollowed, which is okay. different. But, you know. All right. I get it. You shot your shot. You shoot your shot. I don't think I've told this story on, on the podcast before. No. But I've been, I, I've been tindering. You know, mm-hmm. I've been tittering for a while now. Yep. Um, and I matched with somebody who was like, would you be my sugar baby? And I, I was fully like, what does that mean? Because <laughs> I would absolutely not say no to somebody buying me nice things yeah. in exchange for the pleasure of my company. Listen, rent rent's high. Rent's high. And I like fun stuff. And I especially like fun stuff other people buy for me. And I feel like the relationship, as I understand it, is yeah. pretty chill. It's not necessarily... I think it can be. I think it's like any relationship, right? Yeah, like some are chill, probably, some are not. There is a, a spectrum of sugar yeah. baby, sugar daddy relationships. Relationships. Uh, it's Denver. not a binary it's a spectrum. So I, I was like, what does that mean? And they were like, let's move this to texting. And then I said, you're trying to get my phone number too fast. And then I blocked them. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so, now you have and deep And now regret. I have deep regret. And yeah. I should post on Craigslist. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. You know, I, that's the reason I say this. Because I think, I think I'd go through the same emotions. Yeah. I think I'd be like, that's ridiculous. And then a day later, I'd be like, I <gasps> could use I some stuff. I 
no. I, it was a, it was truly a battle within myself. Yeah. The two wolves inside of me were really Listen, at each other's throats. I feel like having a, a sugar daddy for me would be like having like a fun grandpa. Who might want to sleep with you. Who might like in their off time <laughs> imagine that they were sleeping with me. But like whatever. They bought me a PS5. Like what you am I going to do? What am I going to do when... Not let them uh, think about me when I'm not there. It doesn't hurt me. I'm not in the room. I don't know. I like yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. 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 I just, I think it's, I think it's more work than maybe any of us know. Uh, we, but need, we need, I do to get know this somebody. emotion. I do get this emotion, which yes. is uh, regret. Fear uh, and then immediate regret. Yeah. Listen, I hope it, I hope it happens for you, Poster. Listen. Listen, there's not just one sugar mom out in the world. And no. maybe like once you, once you get a taste you'll it'll start happening all the time yeah i don't i think it's gonna happen the sugar wool Candyland is just opened <laughs> and willy wonka's right around the corner and his dick is out and his willy wonka <laughs> is out drunk at 5 p.m northeast you brunette with your blonde friend leaving a er, leading a literal posse you had just crossed multnomah boulevard and complimented my dog andy me Literally dressed like a laundry hamper. I asked you if you wanted to pet him, and you immediately, without hesitation, began showing my dog your nails? Like he was going to be excited for that stiletto cut more than I was? I can read Midday Drunk a mile away, and I just want to say, if you and your gang want to add more to that bundle of chaos, hit me up. Come pet my dog again. Or you could pet me. I don't care. If you weren't drunk, how do you have so much energy? I just want to say, this is, 5 p.m. is a perfectly acceptable time to be drunk. (laughs) Yeah, so much judgment. I feel like there's a little bit of judgment in here. Like, in general, I like the vibe of this. I like this. This is very much like, hey, I'd like to be part of your posse, but also maybe we have a connection. I don't know. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that energy, but I don't like the energy of being a little judgmental about it being 5 p.m. and people being drunk. Yeah. I think honestly, anywhere from noon on, if you're drunk, I have no room to judge you. I as long think, as you're not like messy drunk. I think if it's early enough for brunch, it's early enough uh for a drink. Yeah. And so I think an even eleven thirty might be might be the line. Whoa, he's an eleven thirty guy. Yeah, especially especially over the last two years here. Yes. I feel like hasn't that yes. line moved a little bit? We're all working from home. You know, back in the Mad Men fifties, they just used to like be slosh all the time. Yeah. That was just like drinking water at the water cooler at work. It was having a glass of whiskey. Yeah. And fuck it. If it, if you can function and you're, you're not hurting anybody, whatever. More power. More, More power, power to, to you. If like for you to do work, it helps to have like, I don't know, a little Bloody Mary in the morning. <laughs> you're doing your job. As long as you're not driving planes, that's fine. And yeah, it's called driving planes. It, don't not quote him on this. And I think you can also say flying cars if you wanted. Okay. That's as long as it goes both ways. Yep. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think, I think it did a little, I was day drunk recently and it was, I had a great time. <laughs> I took a little walk. Yeah. I walked back from the bar I'd been at. It was a great time. I loved it. The world felt more alive than it had in months. Yeah. Uh, it's a good, it, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. my best friend took me out to steak. And so it was like a complete win-win of a day. You know what? Yeah. It was a, it was a good day. It's a good day drunk. The only thing about day drunk is that being hammered at 5 p.m. means that you're probably going to go to bed at like 8 p.m. 
that's sure. a little rough. But those are your choices, your, your actions, hours. your consequences. And if you're okay with that, fine. Yes, if I decide to start drinking at noon, I'm going to have to be wary of the fact that probably come four or five, nap I'm going to be a little out of it. It's nap time. I'm going to sure. need to recover a bit. Yeah. But that's that's the risk you take. It's the uh, burden. That's the yoke you've placed around your shoulders. That's the, the yoke? The yoke. Like an egg yoke? Like an ox yoke. Explain. Like uh, old timey, this is so not interesting, but like on old timey plows, the thing. That, okay, okay. So the thing that you put over the shoulders of the beast of burden wow. is the yoke. I, I didn't know that was called. Um, and so when you say something it's a yoke, it's like a metaphorical weight on their shoulders and they're I pulling see. something metaphorical behind I them. See. Wow, you're such a writer. Yeah, I know. Uh, I found this misconnection too and I, I found it. It just had a lot of fun. I do want to literally dress like a laundry hamper. Do we think literally? Do we think? Um, because in my mind, that that sounds like you're wearing mesh of some sort. Because I feel like my laundry hamper is mesh. That's a take. <laughs> I didn't consider that. And there's like some sort of structural element. Maybe he was like wearing mesh over like a kind of dirty shirt. E- oh, so he- that's kind of a serve, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this shirt's dirty, so I put on a mesh shirt over it. Well, and, uh, I just want to let you know that Talon just put his head on his forehead yeah. and gave me a very sultry look when you said <laughs> that. It was great. He was really selling it. You're welcome. Um, listen, sounds fun. Yeah, I, I love that they were showing the dog their nails. I think that's... That's really cute. That's great. That's precious. And yeah. I also love that this person was like, I know what a stiletto nail is. I'll yeah. appreciate it. Honestly. Here you go. Thanks. For the miniature bearded little male with tiny hands... You are so gross. Floss your yellow alcohol-drenched teeth. Or go to the dentist to get rid of the decay. P.S. I will never forget that foul kiss. Foul outhouse stench. <laughs> wow. Um, I laugh because this is the one I had queued up for of you course. next. Of course. How could uh, we not? We're really... There was a lot of gems. Yes. There were a lot of gems this week. A lot of gems. A yes. lot of uncut gems. Yeah. Um, you got that a little Shakespearean is... at the end there. I appreciated the, the, the performance. No, I meant the foul stench oh. <laughs> <laughs> part. Not, not, not quoting Julia Fox. Will that it. be considered Shakespearean? Maybe Probably. someday. Maybe someday. When she um, writes a great play. Thank you. Yeah, foul outhouse stench really felt like a Shakespearean line. So yes. it was easy to channel the bard. Yeah. This is, what do we think is going on here? <laughs> uh, it's fucking damn. That, uh, what a roast. I gotta say, I'm not, I don't, <laughs> I don't like usually uh, applaud people for being real mean on the internet, <laughs> but damn, this person did it well. This I'm, was a roast. Wow. Yeah. Truly a, yeah. Also, yeah, the kiss. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. I feel like in that some way. That makes me so nervous. Yeah. I feel like they kind of roasted they kind of roasted themselves a little bit at the end. Yeah, they, they were like, were this person's mouth them. is so disgusting, and I kissed it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to kiss either of you now. No. <laughs> that is, yeah. No, that is rough. I think there's something very visceral about foul outhouse stench in the mouth. Yeah. Don't, don't love that. I also thought when I heard miniature and bearded, I imagined a, sch- a schnauzer. I, oh. I think I don't. They also have bad breath. This would make perfectly just as much sense if they kissed a schnauzer on the mouth. I would think that would be That's the same. True. That's yeah. true. Uh, with tiny hands, track still sounds like a dog to me. Tiny little hands. What? Pause. This hand doesn't pause. sound like a real person to me. I don't know. I, uh, yeah. It's just weird that <laughs> they, they all saying, wouldn't be small. Do you think they were saying tiny hands as a penis reference? I, 
Maybe. I mean, yes. Like, it's like I a guess, sly way of being like, you also have tiny dick. Because if you have small hands, you must also have small peen. You must. You must. Yes, because. So as saith the Lord. The body, the, the penis having body is designed in such a way. <laughs> it is God's perfect design uh, was to make the hands equivalent size to the dong. Mm, so saith the Lord. So saith Corinthians. the Lord. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. May the size of your member relate adequately to the size of thy praying hands. Ooh, look at you. Yes. Such a biblical scholar. Such such one of those. Such Bible. It's just weird to me, like, okay, sure, okay. This could be a little person. But it's just weird that the, the they're making it seem like just the hands stand out. So you're right. Maybe, yeah. maybe the implication is that. They do hit us with miniature, little, and tiny all in the... Yeah. All in the title, which is, we get, they're small. It seems like they might be short in stature. Yeah, which again, kind of a low blow there. That's kind of a low blow. uh, Because you got to lean over really far to (laughs) hit him. Oh! You sure you don't want to do stand up though? (laughs) Yeah, positive. I'm sorry. That was mean. I'm not, I was, I did legit, I didn't mean to make that joke until it happened. Um, You better hope little Will Smith isn't around to hear it. (laughs) Keep my, my tiny name out of your fucking mouth. Uh, um, I, I also gotta say, dentists are expensive. Listen, I'm not gonna... This is true. Maybe am I gonna want to make out with someone who has like uh, decaying teeth? Probably not. But I'm also not gonna be like, hey, go to the dentist. Like, I'll just not kiss them. I'll just not kiss them. Yeah. This doesn't seem like they wanted to kiss this person. And it seems like this it person... Seems like- Maybe kiss that. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't love that either. That is that is gross. That's probably the worst part. Honestly, it's not yeah. so much their size of their hands or the quality of their teeth. It's just an unwanted kiss when you don't it's, want one. And none of it's good. None of it's good. And cool. us as a third party, we don't want it either. We also don't want it. From either of you now, though. But Just to be clear. Yeah. Just to, no tiny man kisses, no insulter kisses. We no. don't want them. Spaghetti Monday. It's Spaghetti Monday. I'm tired of eating spaghetti, but I do it for the fans. I must slurp the nudes on this Monday. You're welcome. Happy Spaghetti Monday. Just someone who really likes spaghetti. (laughs) Happy Spaghetti Monday, everybody. (laughs) We're recording this on a Wednesday, and you're (laughs) listening to this on a Friday, but happy Spaghetti Monday. Happy Spaghetti Monday. Um, First of all, (laughs) I love the concept of Spaghetti Monday. Me too. I don't think they're talking about noodles. Wait, what? I don't think they're talking about... Wait, do you think this is... Wait, do you actually think this is a sex thing? I think they, I think they're soliciting nude photos. Sarah. No, I must no. slurp the nudes. I must slurp the nudes. I must slurp the nudes. <laughs> the more Italian you make, it doesn't mean it's more sexual. I'm not being sold. I must slurp the nudes. <laughs> hey, it's a spaghetti Monday. It's not working. No, okay. Well, no. I think it's sexual. Um. <laughs> and that that accent really gets me going. So I yeah. thought maybe. Oh, yeah. I forgot about your Mario kink. Sorry. It's a spaghetti a Monday. A Luigi. Uh, we only have a one big noodle. <laughs> uh, we're going to have half a to share. <laughs> pretty hot. Was, yeah, pretty that was hot. hot right? That was super sexy. Yeah. Um, better than Bridgerton. But better than Bridgerton. You're telling me. Uh, I did actually start watching Bridgerton today. Wow. Wow. I didn't finish it last season. I think I've talked about my gripes with it. Sure. Um, yes, you did. Definitely, because morally, I think that there was a very heinous moment in the first season. Um, 
But, you know, morality can be forgiven if I'm bored enough. So I <laughs> am now watching the second season, having only watched half of the first season. Uh, and I don't feel like I missed anything, honestly. Seems like seems like it could be that An kind easy of thing. Not bridge to gap. I think, because Shonda Rhimes produced it, right? Yes. I think she's really good at making content that you don't necessarily have to see mm. every episode of. I wonder if she knows that going in, if that's like her goal or if that's just like a byproduct of the kind of things she likes to do. I feel like she's got to know at this point. Maybe it didn't start that way, but like I think it's kind of a gift to make yeah. a show that can just be binge or put on and just totally. like mass made and mass watched. And, and mass go to mass. And go to mass. Anyways, happy Spaghetti Monday. Happy I didn't have much to say about, about <laughs> this besides that I love the fact. I think I just love day, ridiculous days of the week, like yes. Sweet hat, Fat of the Hog Tuesday or like... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. That's good. I didn't make that up. That's on the other. That's an internet thing. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we've all um, heard of it. Or like my favorite guy on TikTok, the Ishtushte. Do I ever send you those? I send them to almost everyone I know every Tuesday. Well, I'm pretty sure you have some with me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that rings a bell. I think if this is a way of asking for nude photos, it's pretty creative. I'll give them points for that. I would absolutely send this person nudes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There you go. So now you know how low my bar is. What do you think the response would be if you did send a nude? Like on theme, it's Spaghetti Monday and you go, here's a nude and you send them the nude photo. I would expect a response to match this energy. Yeah, I hope it would be like, slurp, slurp, thank you. Hey. Uh, but also, I, I would never send nudes uh, because I have too many tattoos that would make it very obvious that it's my body. I feel like plausible deniability is something yeah. that's really helpful when you're just wimbly wambly sending nudes to people, and sure. I don't have that. So, well, yeah, you gotta start photoshopping <sighs> my tattoos out. Yeah, you know, I'm like the one black guy in, in Portland, so I can never send any yeah. nudes because <laughs> they'll, they'll, like, they'll be like, "Oh, Stalin!" <laughs> what the hell? Uh, anyway, can I give you one? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Oh, that was so nice that you asked for consent before throwing your phone Before I at threw me. it at you. I didn't throw it. It dropped. Oh, tall. Okay. Tall, tattooed, blonde on 23rd. I see you walking up and down Northwest 23rd on the daily. You are ridiculously intimidating and possibly own one of the best coat collections I've ever seen. Me. Gay, shy barista you order cappuccinos from on the regular. My heart stops every time you walk by and don't come in. I want to serve you in more ways than one. <laughs> what a stellar ending line. It's good. It's good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking, they say they're shy? That's not a shy last line. Listen, I would probably, yeah. I don't know if I'd get that out in person. That would be fucking, could you imagine trying to say that to someone? <laughs> hey. I, I mean, it's better than it going in the other direction, I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> it's better than, you know, as we always say, don't hit on people in the service industry. Just don't yeah, do it. Don't Just do assume that. they're doing their job. Always err on the side of them assuming they're doing their job. Yeah, if they have a boss, you shouldn't like take anything they're doing or saying like exactly. personally. And if they think you're hot enough, they will give you their number or something. Uh, yes. But so I do appreciate that this is in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I still would be very uncomfortable if somebody gave me a drink and was like, it was a pleasure to serve you. And I'd be willing to serve you in other ways. I would, <laughs> that would be. Uh, it is 8 a.m. I'm yeah. This is the coffee I need to wake me up. <laughs> yeah, and I, you're starting with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, this is why it's much better to approach this thing later on yeah. the internet. Yeah, I will say uh, I've been a barista at Northwest Twenty Third. Whoa! And yeah, and I think I've talked about this before, but I've had I did have a, a customer who would come in on the reg. I was usually opening. It was pretty early, and mm-hmm, you know, it was like mm-hmm. six a.m. when the doors opened and. Like pretty much clockwork every day, first person to come in would be this this woman who uh, was very friendly and was like the only person to be sad when I was like 
not going to be there anymore. That's so nice. Yeah. Was it? It wasn't this person, was it? Well, Were listen. they tattooed and have a great coat <laughs> collection? No. And I'm not, I mean, if this is a, I, I was assuming it was a man that they were referring to. Um, I think that's a little heteronormative. That is a little heteronormative. Is it? I mean. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a, we don't know the gender of the barista We either. don't. We don't. I just assume everyone is a woman all of the time. That's fair. And I and here I am assuming gay means man. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with what me? What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know. Hey, listen, she was blonde. I'll tell you that. Did she have the best coat? I don't remember necessarily was different she tattooed? coats. Well, the coats would have covered. Well, uh, apparently not for this barista. That's true. Barista? That's true. I don't think it was the same person. Okay. But if it was, don't let him get away. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. Could you imagine if there was like one person that everyone was lusting after on Just a 23rd? Serial coffee shop. Stop. Coffee. Uh, what years did you work at that coffee shop? Oh, man. I think it was about 20... It was only for like a fall season, so it was either 2013 or 2014. Oh, okay. I think it might have been Way before I moved here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Why? just... Because I also worked on Northwest 23rd, and I was like, That's what right. if we had been working against it? But no. I know. Uh, there was... Uh, I worked at the Salt and Straw. Mm-hmm. This is not for Talon's uh, education. This is for everyone else. Talon <laughs> yes, knows sure, this sure, already. Sure. Uh, which is a crazy... It's a big tourist destination, so I served a lot of people, and I always was like, I wish one of you would fall in love with me. Right. And I don't think anyone ever did. Yeah. See, I was at Moonstruck, which... Uh, yeah, that shop still exists. It, it went through some hard times, but it's there now. But uh, yeah, and again, it's chocolate, really high-end chocolate. So you got all these fancy people coming in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. spending low, outrageous money on chocolate. That's really good. But I also hope that like, I'm like, maybe I could be somebody's chocolate. Maybe. <laughs> Why did you use that line, buddy? Come on, you were uh, working yeah, at a chocolate this, Hey, this box of chocolates comes with uh, an additional one. If you should like it, give me a call. <laughs> um... This isn't the only sweet cream I'm going to be serving. Ooh, this chocolate got nuts in it. <laughs> oh, no, no. If a man said that to me as he handed no, me a box of chocolates, no, 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 I literally no. would have vomited. Yeah, no. Couldn't, can't <laughs> do that. I'd be like, why does this smell like those pear trees down home? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. 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 We did have some pretty big, like, hollowed out, like, a big chocolate turkey. And I just, like, it's just space in there. So just, like, imagine. Stop! <laughs> That's all I have to I'm say. I'm talking about, about filling it with like a stop, like a like a amaretto cream. That's that's what I mean. Just a nut cream. You're just a, a nut based cream. You are an almond. A, an almond. That is what disgusting. I'm talking about almonds. Disgusting. I'm talking about almonds. <sighs> anyway. It's a waste of space. <laughs> it's a three pound chocolate. You're not gonna fill it. No. Well then. <laughs> I gotta make it easy to eat. That's right. Mr. Crunch. Okay. Um, I've got one last one for you before our final one of the day. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. I, listen, before <laughs> before we move on from misconnections, can I just yeah. share? Yeah. Uh, we we got a nice little tag in our existential crisis Instagram account, which you should all be following. Hey. And uh, I'm just gonna present that without comment to you now. What? It's a person. A Am person. I supposed to read this? You can. It says, are you Shrek-sual? Shrek-sual? Shrek 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 This should be easier for you and I to say. Shrek Shrek Sexual. Shrek Shrek Yeah. Um, it's a person doing Shrek burlesque. Yes. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, that oh, was. Oh, God, it leaves. Oh, it leaves? No, I got it. I got there. I oh. came back. I went back. I just tapped on the wrong thing. Lilium Decorum tagged, uh, oh. tagged us in that. Thank and you. 
We uh, listen. They put <laughs> the account that posted it limited comments on it. So I'm, here I am commenting now to say uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, that makes my day. I need to find out where that person dances and go and. <laughs> do you tip burlesque dancers like you do strippers? I mean, I don't think. Listen, you give anybody a tip, they're gonna say. They're, <laughs> they're gonna, gonna say be like, no. "Thank you very much." Uh, I would. I don't know, but I feel yeah. like you sh- they should get all of the tips. That's incredible. I <sighs> will say that is an incredible look. And honestly, I have mostly my uh, Shrek burlesque costume ready at the yeah. moment because I have fishnets that make me look like I have Shrek legs, and I have Shrek ears. So, so if anyone needs one, yeah, I'd be willing to shake my ass on stage in Shrek costume. All right. Anyways, all right. Here's my last one for the. Uh, before our final, final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Hoping for hope. I see so much sadness and so much pain on here. So many hurt and angry hearts. I hope you all find peace and comfort in the world with folks right for you. That the connections aren't missed and they stay solid or fluid as you want them. That y'all find someone who matches you in booty-touching desires or whatever you're into. I hope. Or something. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> what have we always said on this Isn't podcast? Isn't that so nice? Misconnections are hope. They are hope. Um, they yeah. are hope. And there are people, you know, there are people out there that just want the best for everyone on misconnections. And I think that's so sweet because I think that's what I think that's what we want. Yeah, I, I think end of the day, we would be so happy if any of these posts led to people getting together and, and being able to form relationships that just made both of them or all of them, yeah. all parties involved. All parties involved. Not limiting involved it to happy. two. Listen, you do what you want to do. As long as everyone's happy. <laughs> as long as everybody's happy. I just want y'all to have Can fulfilling be relationships. or as solid as you want. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah exactly. It doesn't have to be a per, one person for the rest of your life. If, if you have a great weekend with somebody and that's it based on a misconnection, I think that's amazing. That's incredible. That's an experience you wouldn't have had unless you put yourself out there or they put themselves out there. On misconnections. On misconnections. So, yeah, I love it. I think they're saying what we feel deep down is that these are all... uh, They're all hope. They're all admissions of hope. They are. Admissions of hope. Even if your hope's a little gross and crusty. Yeah, even if you're hoping... A little perverted and you say Ghibli's in it. It's still hope, I guess. It (laughs) is still hope. It's just hope, you know, maybe coming from a different different head. (laughs) But it's hope. That's hope. We've got one more misconnection for you. But before that, thanks so much for joining us on another episode of Craigsistential Crisis. If you enjoyed yourself, consider leaving a rating and review in the Apple Podcast app or tell a friend about the pod. Follow us on Instagram at Crisis for more misconnections, behind-the-scenes content, and more. The theme song was performed by Tolan Bigelow, Rose Sherman, and Elena Afanasiev. Check the show notes for more info. And as a heads up, we missed last week, so we are going to be back to back next week as well. You're going to get another episode. Doesn't that feel good? Aren't you? It feels oh. good. Also, it's like less of a heads up than a butts up because like it already happened. Like we already missed a week. Heads up. Uh, you're not going crazy. We <laughs> just missed an episode. Butts up. Butts up. You missed. We missed an episode. Heads up. <laughs> we're going to release two episodes in a row. I like butts up. I think we should start yeah. incorporating that phrase. Oh, face down, ass up. Face down, ass up. <laughs> Here's our final misconnection. Do you think Will Smith was right? Do you think he was right to do that? I'm Tom Bigelow. <laughs> sorry, this has been Existential Crisis. I'm sorry, I was giggling. Do, do you think he was right? Do you think he was? This want to start a conversation. Do you think he was right? Do you think he was right to do that? Do you? Do you? <laughs>